five, four, four three, three, two, two, one. one. <laughs> Get your appetite ready for barbecue banter with your host, Mike Barber and Mr. Know-It-All. There we go. Ah, hey guys, and welcome girls. back. And pigs, pigs. <laughs> I'm not talking about girls. Little piggies. Pigs. Our mascot, Mike. Yeah, I was yeah. talking about girls being pigs, but I said pigs. Oh no, no, no. Our guys can be pigs. <laughs> yes, we don't want to get into that. All right, we anyways. are going to first start talking about a delicacy from your culture, not mine. Mine's more pierogies. You mean my Quebec culture? Yes, or French. French, yeah. France. Which, which is? Quebec, France. Look at that little picture up there. You'll know what it is. It's a beautiful little froggy. Frog. Check it frog's out. Frog's legs. <laughs> All right, so give us some scoop on some frog's legs. Senior froggy. Froggy. Senior frogs was in Cancun, buddy. That's another story. Party days on the bar there. <laughs> bar there. They have senior frogs. A lot of people that go to Cancun. Anyways, frogs legs. <laughs> this is the rest of Frogs legs. Bonjour, ça va? Keep Ooh. going, keep going. Oh, keep, keep going. Mike's doing something on my left here. Anyways, guys, frogs legs, a delicacy. And I've eaten a few, and I've hunted a few guys, and I've cooked nice. a few in my lifetime when I went camping. They look good on there. Yeah, yeah I going. know. France, it is a delicacy. And I want to read a couple of notes here, guys. France, it's a national diet in France, Mike. Keep going. 4,000 tons a year is what they eat. I kid you not, guys. Google it. 4,000 tons every year in France, they eat this. Okay, I have a question, though. Don't the ladies in France not shave their legs? I'm not into that one. Yeah, well, not in France. Also, in deep Quebec, like Quebec City, in certain parts of Quebec, some women are like that as well. Sorry, I get sidetracked. Parisian ladies, very Parisian. Anyways, tell us about them. They're low in fat, high in protein. I like that. So that's really good if you like frogs, ladies, guys. And yes, it does taste like chicken. I don't care what everybody says. It does taste like chicken. And you know what? Get past the look of a cute little frog for some people. Frog leg <laughs> meat is fantastic. Yeah. Did you know uh, you can cook them? You can either deep fry them, yes. saute them, cook them in the oven, poached. Hey, guys. And... You know you can buy them in Canada at your local grocery store, Mike? Which store? Metro. <laughs> Metro. I looked it up today. Metro does sell them if they're in season. You got to check and check with the manager. Yeah, some of the stores like Lobos used to carry, uh, like, you could get, uh, what do you call it, uh, trout. Live trout. Yeah. 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 Hope the frogs are dead. Yeah. And like I said, I, over the many, many years, I love frog legs. They're so good. Anyways, that's about it for frog's legs. Nice. Yeah. Strange foods. Yeah, strange foods there, okay. guys. So, uh... Only in Canada as well. All right. You have you have something really here you want to put on your head, I think. Oh, check it out. My new hat, guys. You see what it's I look like? a little hat, too. A little bit of a, yes. a tinfoil hat. Yeah. Do you know why that is? We're going to talk about cooking techniques. Okay, we're not talking about my hat. It's not a triangle. Like no, there's aliens. no aliens coming out and zapping me. That's why I wear a tinfoil. <laughs> no, guys. Just kidding. Tinfoil or paper. butcher paper. And the re Go ahead, Mike. No, go ahead. Oh, Keep talking. Keep the talking. reason why we're doing a comparison today 
A lot of people that barbecue out there, like me, are always saying, and there's a controversy, uh, brisket, ribs, whatever, on your, you know, after you've smoked them, you're going to wrap them up to cook some more uh, time in the smoker. And some people say, do I wrap them in tinfoil for cooking further or the butcher paper? Butcher paper, guys, is breathable. Let's start off with that. There you are, big rolls like I have outside of my smokehouse. Anyways, it's more breathable. And the great thing is that the heat escapes a little bit. And the fact that tinfoil will heat up faster, Mike, so your, your food will cook faster, besides smoking a, a joint. It's a big joint. Tinfoil will cause your food to heat up faster because of the heat stays inside the tinfoil and doesn't breathe like the paper. And the second thing part about it, for me, is the big one, is not just that. It also that it'll steam up, Mike, with tinfoil, and your brisket is all about the bark. You want to keep the bark on the brisket. Right. If it gets moisture, because the moisture accumulates inside the tinfoil, whereas breathable uh -huh. butcher paper, and everybody wants the brisket with the bark on the outside when they're nice. at the... Uh, Barbecue houses. That's the real reason why. There's other reasons, but, you know, I could go on, for instance, that speed, well, I just said about speeding up the cooking time, and aluminum will leach into food. So you got to watch that. It won't kill you. It leaches. It's bad for you, especially if you use spices in food. Tinfoil gives off an aluminum taste. Oh, but that's way down the road. You have to have a eat a lot of cooking with tinfoil and all that. But you know what? Again, Google it, guys. Tinfoil is not the biggest uh, you know, thing to wrap food in. Yeah, it makes sense. Whether you're cooking like or not. And that's it. Hey, hey. Love it. Perfect. That's it. Hey. Like not doing that. Okay, please. Okay. All right. Hey, yes. So this is the next section here. This is what the hell section. What the hell? What the hell? Yes. What it's, the one, it's a one of our regular what sections. You, what, what the, the hell? hell? Swear words. So we're going to talk about today. We're, we're, we're going to talk about, which is a Canadian tradition, which mm. is saying the word A. We say it at the beginning of words, afterwards, to emphasize things. The examples are, how's it going, eh? Hey. Come on, ça va, eh? And this is partly to thank from uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie when they did their great white. Bob and Doug McKenzie, good yes. party animals, those guys. Yes, man, back from in the, the old days, old 70s school guys and eighties. Oh, funny, yeah, a bunch of guys there. It's Real funny. funny. They call it a tagline. Mm -hmm. We used to say it. Nice day, eh? Yeah, isn't it? Eh? Was it eh? Oh man, and Fonzie from the show. No way. Eh? That's right. Eh? He did do that. Give me thumbs up, yeah. Man. Yeah, that's thumbs. so true. But how's it going, eh? Okay, so here's a controversy with this now. Okay. So there was an mm -hmm. article that was written in, uh, in, from Linguistics from the, the University of Toronto, mm -hmm. and it talked about a Vancouver-based... In, in 2013, they were saying that the, the, the word a is being pushed out, and we're saying right now in Canada. Right. right. Mike, Mike, I right. have a question. A, what? They actually paid money to do a study on this? I guess. Oh, come on, people. <laughs> Silly what a waste of money. Hey. Hey, if you get paid for it, what the hell? Mm -hmm. What the hell? I'll do that for sure. Okay. Anyway, so next we're going to do a bit is one of your pet peeves. Okay. So today it's your pet peeve, which is... I'm trying to think of that one there, oh buddy. Oh, God. Oh, yes. Sorry, I just had to look on my notes there, guys. Okay, everybody out there. Come on. When I'm eating with you at a restaurant... And you're looking over at my plate, or you see somebody else's food that's not as desirable the way you look at things, Mike. And you make a comment 
I could eat that. Like frog's legs. Oh, there you go. Or something along those lines. Please keep your mouth, ferme la bouche, keep your mouth shut. We don't like the opinions. If you don't like your food, or you don't like food that you visually look at, and then you decide not to eat it. Yeah, but your pet peeve... Taste it first. Wait, you're, you're, Taste it first. Wait, but your pet peeve My is the God. fact that people don't try the food. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Okay. Try the food or make a comment about the food. Oh, that's different. Well, to me, it's the same. No. Why not? Because... Because we were talking before, but you were kind of like teasing, like, oh, I can't stand people that don't want to eat that because they don't like it. Well, mm-hmm. if they don't want it. Like, we were talking about my uncle brought over this great dish, mm-hmm. sweet potato dish. Okay. It's very... For, for, yeah, the last meal, big me way. Right, 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 right. Um, and you were you were you were teasing me because I didn't try it. Well, I did try a little bit of it because it had sweet potatoes in it. Because I don't like sweet potatoes. But you've tasted the sweet potatoes. Oh yeah. That's why you don't like it. Yeah, is that different? Yes, people oh, yeah, yeah, don't yeah, yeah, try yeah, yeah, it yeah, yeah, just by looking yeah, at yeah, it. Yeah, and they yeah, go, yeah, oh, I know, I don't like that. How they go, have you tasted it? No. Then your taste buds don't even define it. It makes sense. Right. Okay. So that's your pitch. Enough. Okay. Okay, so the next part in here, we're going to talk about our 30-minute or less recipe. Get your appetite ready from backyards to across the globe, from novice to expert. It's time to make it low and slow, y'all. Homemade barbecue. Simple and easy, everybody. I like easy. Okay, I've tried different types of barbecue sauces that I bought at stores, Mike. Yeah. I've made them myself. I've spent many a man hour developing different barbecue sauces. There's a couple of great barbecue so- sauces that you can buy out there that I swear by. But to each his own on an opinion, right? Yep. Anyways, but a simple 30-minute barbecue sauce is, grab a pen, people. Here it is. One cup of apple cider vinegar. Ooh. A cup of ketchup. I like that. Pretty well two standard things in barbecue sauces. How about this? To me, the Canadian thing, I love black molasses. Two-thirds of a cup of black molasses. Okay. What a flavor. And then four tablespoons of yellow mustard, four tablespoons of brown sugar, two teaspoons of sea salt, two teaspoons of coarse brown uh, brown, excuse me, <laughs> ground black pepper, one teaspoon of chili powder. Now, this is, like I said, a very simple barbecue recipe. You can add in different spices, garlic, whatever you prefer, and, and balance it the way you want on the amounts, Mike, on how much flavor you want. But this stuff will keep in your fridge for two or three weeks. And if you want to keep it in longer, I just want to educate everybody. You can keep it longer if you do the canning process where you heat up the jars and, you know, you have the canning tops and you keep it in the uh, in the fridge that way right. before you open it up. But once it's open, two, three weeks tops. And where can you get this recipe? <gasps> YouTube. Yes, YouTube's one of them. <laughs> true. No, but on our, if, if you go to our YouTube Oh, channel, that's right. It's yeah, at the it, bottom of our YouTube yeah. Show. Yes. I just spun it differently. I'm sorry. YouTube. Cut me off, Gary, buddy. Well, but yeah, on, YouTube. We're on YouTube. And hey, hey, again, any questions, comments hey. about recipes? Yep. Email M- us. MG Barber. 2014 at gmail.com. Oh, you got it. Am I making a lot of noise here? You are. That's okay. Uh, goes with the show. You make a lot of noise. <laughs> All right. Let's not talk about your 30-minute recipe. Noise. Yes, you do. That's you. Okay. Uh, 
Next one. We have email that came in from Chuck Smith from Toronto, Canada. Okay. Hey, and Chuck. And he is curious about uh, marination. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess it would be meat and or whatever you're doing. Right. How long? Mm -hmm. And, yeah. So. Good question. Marination can go from minimum six hours to 24 hours. I marinate a lot longer in my foods. I find the marination process is key to add flavor to my food in the fridge. Now, so, you know, whether it's brisket, pulled pork, chicken, 48 hours. A lot of people say go 24. And, by the way, chicken, just as a footnote, as a meat, can go bad after 48 hours with too much marination. So watch the chicken part. Again, check it out online on social media. Now, the great thing about marination, I'm a steak guy. Are you a steak guy, Mike? No. <laughs> You can't appease me for chick, one I'm second. I'm a chicken and fish guy, man. Okay. Come on. For instance, I'll talk about marination on steaks, which is different from your pulled porks and all that. Yeah. On my marination of my steaks, that I want, I don't want to take away the taste and the flavor of the steak itself. Right. And people put too much spices, shit, on the steak when they're marinating it. Keep it simple, people. You just the kiss system. That swear word for me. I'm sorry. I know. I know. Food. Sorry. Salt and cracked pepper on steak. What's well, kind of interesting too, because and do it for a couple of hours. It brings out the flavor and breaks down the uh, the uh, fat content in the steak. And it Mar does one it of marinates the it much one, better. One other thing you haven't talked about as well is What's the, that? the tenderizing part. That's what I mean. It tenderizes yeah. it because that's, that's a big. I mean. That's probably a big part because yeah. you, you watch a lot of the cooking yeah. shows. Uh, and they always say, you know, a little bit of salt, a uh, little bit of pepper yes. to bring out the flavors. Keep it simple. Too much, it ruins the flavor. It overtastes, you know, it tastes. Well, you're adding better. garlics yeah, and other yeah. stuff that people throw on there. Right. Yeah. So very light seasoning in there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, very important. The, the Texas, I call that my Texas style steak, but I keep it simple. And most chefs will tell you that I've met is, yeah, salt and pepper. Yeah. Yeah. And get a good sear on that sucker. When I had uh, a couple of Mary Brown's fried chicken restaurants. Mm. Um, yeah, that's right. We you generally would try and marinate for 24 hours. Mm -hmm. And we could let it go to 48 hours. <laughs> but after that, we would have to take and change and change out the water because it became too much. Ooh, and depending good point. on how long you do it, mm -hmm. um, it depends on how much salt you put in. You put a little bit of salt for sh for, uh, for a long period of time and mm -hmm. you put a whole bunch of salt in for a short period of time. So, so, so true. Yeah. So you're bang on, brother. Yeah. You are bang on. And, oh, I want to add that. Sorry if I'm going too long about this subject, guys. A lot of people that marinate in their fridge, their marination, they take it out and they think they can baste their meat while they're cooking it with the same marinade. No, 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 no. The meat has dripped. The raw meat has dripped into your marination. So but out. some people have used the marination after where they boil it, and then they throw it on for basting it when they're cooking it. And I'm going, no, 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 no. I get rid of that. Okay, so here's another problem you can have with 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 marinating as well. You got it. So let's say like we we marinated. The light bulb went off on you, Mike. Well, I know it's just, it sometimes it does. Uh, it it's a little dim right now. Okay. So dim witted. So for example, if you we marinated our chicken the other day before we cooked it in the uh, in the oven, I forget right. the, the clay pot, whatever it's called. I can't remember. Yep. Um, so we marinated, and I made sure when I got the chicken out, mm -hmm. I dumped out all of the liquid, all of the water because very, it's very, much very so. salty. Uh, and then we put a little bit of water in the bottom, maybe only about four or five ounces, like very little. To keep it moist? No, it's it just a little bit to help it, like in the beginning, to help a little steam the chicken as well before yeah. it starts to release all of its, its uh, uh, liquid out of the chicken. So gotcha. the mistake you can make is you actually use that same marinated 
liquid of salt water, which is fairly high concentrated, mm-hmm. and you put it into the crock pot and cook it, your chicken will be absolutely salty. Oh, yeah. So you got to drain totally it. Totally agree. Don't use it when you're cooking. I was, uh, and yeah. sorry, as a footnote to what sorry. you're saying is, once the marination process comes out of the fridge, I rinse my meats mm. and put a fresh coat of uh, rub on it or, you know. Yeah, nice yeah. Rain, rain coat yeah. on it. That's good. Done. Okay. Enough about that. All right. We're going to talk, we're gonna talk about something which is really kind of Canadian as well. Yes. Um, oh. This was a number of years ago, but we found the story rather interesting because it's, you know, being Canadian-based here. Mm. It, it talked about uh, this, and you've got a lot of the information here, about the heist that took place actually back in 2011 and 2012. This is so true, you guys. Only in, only in Canada, only in Quebec. Maple syrup. Not only in Quebec. That's not that. Well, I'm being sarcastic. Yeah, Sorry, right. guys. So, uh, 3,000 tons of maple syrup was stolen, right? At a cost of like $18 million. $18 million. And you've got the names of the guys there. Too. Was Grand because... theft or what? <laughs> maple syrup. I mean, why not do a bank or something with cash? These guys stole how much? Where are our notes here? $18 million. $18 million worth of maple syrup. How do you steal maple syrup? Because <laughs> you said it. He says it was a pretty good deal, actually, because yeah. Yeah. they yeah. had to pay a penalty of $9.4 million yeah. back in 2017. Crime pays two years in jail. Crime pays. You know? The only guy dang $9 million. So crime does pay. Spent, he was the ringleader in spent, Quebec. Spent two years in jail. That's this, yeah. Oh, and he's got $9 million in his back pocket, I think, Yeah, each according to this. Yeah. A couple guys that did, yeah. But anyways, did you know something about here? You know, again, a little bit of information about uh, maple syrup in Canada. Right. Okay. First off, Quebec is the world leader in maple maple syrup uh, production, and they, the the Quebec government, I believe this is the Quebec government, they created in the uh, year two thousand a maple syrup reserve. Yes. So it is a thing. It ensures the constant supply for national and international markets. Only oh. the Quebec government does that because uh, we, we, you it's, know it's like crude the pride o- of maple syrup of Quebec. It's like crude oil or Canada. I know. It keeps the price up. You know. That's what blows me away about Canada. The rest of the world, it's all about oil or the bullion gold or something. No, nope. <laughs> Canada, it's the maple syrup. That's right, man. <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah, man. Hey, okay, so yeah. last thing we're going to chat about real quick here. Is what? These are kind of individual stories that so get to know Mike and I over time. Okay. So, oh, yes. Um, I, had, I had a bit of a challenge the other day. So uh, did you know I was in Cyprus on the 31st of this year, and I was in Great Britain on the 2nd of January this well, year. Well, I phoned you at home, you weren't there. Oh, I know, yeah. So, but according to what? But I had to explain to my wife, Mary, that uh, no, I did not have an escort service. I okay. did not pay for one. So my credit card was stolen. So anyway, I couldn't do any online stuff, and I phoned you know, TD Bank and said, what's going on? And they mm-hmm. checked, and they went, oh, yeah, you're, you somebody has scanned your card, okay, somewhere with either a card reader as you're walking right. down the street. Right, And these people actually paid for three escort services in the other country. In those countries you mentioned. Yes, yes. So Mary, Mary felt better after that. But well, at least they could have done the sent pictures. Okay, so this, for your money. <laughs> okay, along the, so what did you do? Along, well, they they took care of it. Okay, so, and All right. I got a new card. But besides that, one of the things they talked about is two things. You can either get 
and it ties oh. into aluminum foil. You can either get special wallets that people can't read them as you're walking down the street. Right. Or good point. You get a little bit of aluminum foil, wrap it around a business card, which you've done here. Right. And I put it at the front and the back of my wallet. So that if anybody happens to walk by, they can't read your credit cards out of your wallet. So in other words, now he shows up at the cash register to use this card. He has to pull off the tinfoil, and everybody's looking at them. No, 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 no. It just it blocks it, right? There's no, no, I know it blocks yeah. it, but if you have to use your card, you know. No. What the hell's wrong with you? No. My credit card's right here. <laughs> it's like right here. No, it's at the front and the back of your wallet. Right. So you've got like a protective shield on this side and protective shield oh, on this I'm side. Oh, I'm sorry. So it can't read through the wallet. Gotcha. So, gotcha. so yeah. So there's a lesson for everybody at home. Okay, and you get a story about backing out of your driveway. Okay, guys. And I'll, I'll hit the punchline real fast here. $1,130 later. Way to go. $1,130. Nice. Well so my girlfriend, Lisa, we use her car in the wintertime. The point being is, her tint is so dark, I can't see out the sides of the back window as well. And, you know, maybe it's my fault too, it's not just because of the tint. So, long story short, what does Mike do? I back the car out, the guys parked the car out the street right behind our car, and I hit it. I get out in on a brand new, well, 2020 model Mazda nice. 6. Way to go. I put a dent about this big. In his uh, front fender, I knocked on the door. I had to be polite, do the right thing in life. Well and he got two estimates. One was, uh, you know, twelve hundred or twelve hundred dollars in change, and one was eleven thirty. Of course, I took the lower one, but I had the dish at eleven hundred thirty bucks, Mike. That was, by the way, my Christmas gift to myself. I'm laughing. It happened right you. at Christmas. I'm laughing with you. I know. Lesson learned. No, he'll do it again someday. No, hell no. Okay. It'll last in my brain for a long time. When I back out, I'm digging my time. We all make mistakes. We all do. Anyways, that's my uh, little incident. Very good. Yeah. All right. That's our show for oh, today. Yes. Hey, so, thanks for watching, guys. Yeah. 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 Subscribe. Please.